we have to fear is fear itself. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country, as always. How the hell are you? Oh, it's boy and Chris. Well, Sorry, I had dude. to I had to bring a little Aaron Neville. Little yeah, Aaron. you had a little little Aaron Neville in there. <laughs> Still don't understand how that dude was successful at all. Well, you got mumble rappers that are famous now, so true. Touche. Things possible. Touché. Um, not to make this intro too long, but we want to welcome Chris back to the show. Uh, we were worried about you. You know, first show of season five, two thousand and twenty, <coughs> and you missed it. So we were concerned. We had flyers, we had milk cartons, we had posters. I had the helicopter up. A little under the weather, guys. It happens. I I still feel it in my voice a little bit. I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but a little nasally, still passing around the some some recola. Yeah, I was I was living (laughs) on Dayquil and uh, Vicks vapor vapo. Hell yeah! I I got a a Mandela effect going on, and I I've been meaning to tell you guys this for months. Vicks vapor rub. Yeah, yeah. Vicks vapor rub. It's not Vicks vapor rub. Sure it is. No, it's not. It's Vicks. So if you look at all the stores and all the commercials, listen to your commercials next time they have it on on a radio. It's Vicks Vapo rub. Nah, dude. Guarantee it. And I'm dying. It's Vapo. What's a a Vapo? No, I think the... No, okay, listen. I I went down this rabbit hole already. Because it's Vapo. Boy is the lizard guy now. So No, no, no. Listen, it says... So it's spelled V-A-P-O-R-U-B. I think they just removed that second R, so it's Vaporub, right? It's all Vaporub. It's uh, well, we're getting Chris back, and boy is trying I'm, to I'm, push him away. You know, no, dude. I I'm telling you, I've been. Oh, going, okay. okay. But then there's another one that says Vicks Vapo Pads, and it's V-A-P-O. What do you put that? All the product is now Vapo, and I swear You're to God, it was Vaporub. Same spot you put tampon. I'm guessing. Dude, it's awful. I'm losing my mind. Maybe I'm losing my mind, guys. No, it's supposed to be vapor. It's not though. Well, I'm listen. Telling. We'll we'll ask our guest his opinion when we bring him in. By the way, at the end of this episode, we are going to do a tavern, so stick around for that. I want to talk to you guys about how amazingly annoyed I am with Peloton and their commercials. Um, <laughs> it just drives me nuts. Anyways, let's come on now. Guest. Let's get. <laughs> come on, family. Don't quit. Don't give up. 15 more miles, okay? <laughs> I didn't. I'm, you know, I'm easy. I'm it would, a stationary bike yeah, in my house. Play. I'm gonna quit and go play Call of Duty, okay? <laughs> I could turn it off. You wouldn't even know. I'll play. Yeah, um, I'll play Call of Duty while I'm biking. <laughs> how about that? You want to see how much of a fucking athlete I am? <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and bring our guests in tonight. Very excited to talk to him. Uh, Big Herc, my man. What's up? What's going Welcome. on? Buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. Enjoying life out here in Arizona, man. Nice. That's a good spot to be. Yeah, it's a good yeah, spot yeah. to be. Better, better than California. <laughs> and you're from now. California. You're just rubbing it in. <laughs> Herc, you're from California, right? I'm from California, man. I mean, born and raised. I've lived everywhere from 
Sacramento to the Bay Area to Orange County to LA. And so, you know, I was a California diehard and I still love the state. It's just I hate what's going on there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been I've lived here my entire life. Uh San Diego native, born here, and then went up to LA, worked in LA for like almost four years and then back down to San Diego. Uh did some time up in Sacramento. Um, so I've, I've tasted a lot of the San Diego, but it's just not what it was when I was growing up. It's going yeah. downhill fast. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a total uh, flip from, um, you know, skateboarding in Embarcadero in the 80s and breakdancing at Fisherman's Wharf mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just having fun to what it is now and and just the politics there, man. I just I, I didn't you know, I didn't know it was that crazy until I seen the last couple of years. It was just like right in your face. Yeah. I, never, I never really even paid it. You know, I just kind of was always pretty much, you know, whatever. But damn, you know, really, it was a wake up call, man, the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we're all actually born and raised in California. I, on the other hand, left 2019 right before the greatest hoax that has ever been perpetrated since <laughs> probably we've been alive uh, took effect. We moved out to greatest hoax so far. So, so far. <laughs> don't worry because uh, I just read an article that too much air pollution is causing heart disease. Come too on, hot, too cold, too many video games, Come too on. much. T- I've even read too much. If that tea. was, if that was the case, everybody in India and everybody in China would have heart disease. We, we would have, uh, we would have no electric cars because there would be no Africans that dig the cobalt up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just yeah. saw a video on that for the, for the for the first time, and that was like the worst thing Dude, that I've ever that, witnessed. That, that video you're talking, it looks like it looks like Indiana Jones. Yeah. It, yeah. it, that is a great comparison. <laughs> oh yeah. my Dude, god! I, they got little kids on. They got people with kids in backpacks while they're yep. digging, and using old hand tools they use that they claim they built the pyramids with. Yeah. And Jesus. dude, it, it's insane. I mean, when I seen that, and when you talk about clean energy, and you talk about how much lithium and cobalt is required for one battery, for one battery. Yep. And we yep. don't pay no attention, and then you know that all that labor. Is basically slave labor. Slave labor is up. Uh, yep. It's yep. up, man. I mean, and it's condensed. They said 85% or 90% of the cobalt in the world is in that little section of uh the Congo, the Congo. Yeah. Yeah. Now you remember way back in the day when they were throwing a fit about, you know, conflict diamonds or blood diamonds, and and they were all over all these rappers and celebrities about their jewelry, where they're getting it from, are they conflict free? Not a word. When it comes mm-hmm. to EV batteries and, and digging up cobalt no. and anything like that. Not a yeah. word. This is actually the second wave. You know, the first wave when they exploited Africa like that was member Goodyear in the rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. those people were slaves, slaves in. They were doing it cheap labor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they had the contractors. They package it up. And basically it, you know, made its way to us. And nobody talks about any of that. No. So, you know, it, it's almost ironic when they talk about all this and, went green by 2035 and this and that and (laughs) you you got to be kidding me man you mean to tell me and then and then you see that you can just shut my car off yeah Mm. yeah well i I think that's part of the big push towards ev you know i think it was uh right around the pandemic i had talked about this story of this dude who woke up saw his tesla driving down the street He, he he calls the cops and he's like hey somebody just stole my car 
So they're like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take a report or whatever. And then he gets a message from Tesla saying, you haven't paid your bill in months. So we decided to drive the car back to us. <laughs> now, if they're able to do that, if they're able to shut it off, they're able, those Teslas have cameras all around the car. I'm sure they could tap into those. They could listen to what you're saying. It, none of none of what, anything about a Tesla, and this is coming from a mechanic, nothing about a Tesla is something that I look at and go, oh, man, we need that in every car. The only thing I like about them are the cameras the, around the, the vehicle. Cameras can be a double-edged sword. It, it's a good thing and a bad thing. And uh, the good thing, because I've had some investigations where I've had to do some follow-up for collisions and and having that access to uh, the cameras all the way around a vehicle when the person's like, oh, that person made a lane change. And you find out the Tesla, the one that was the idiot with his camera, he's making an unsafe lane change and hits another car. Typical. Like it's, it's <laughs> you're at fault, at, you know, and your video just showed us yeah. that you're at fault. Mm. You know, that that's nice. Um, Have you seen you know, my report? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, man, we need you to come down to the court. Yeah. <laughs> car. <laughs> yeah. Basically, escort you right down there and unlock mm -hmm. the car when you're in front of the courthouse with the cops waiting. So yeah. you can't sell me on an all electric. And I tell you, you know, uh, when you hear the luxury brands, uh, Lamborghini, Ferrari, uh, Rolls, a couple of them fire, filed for exemptions on mm. electric cars, and uh, there is talks even with guys at SEMA talking about the whole electric. There's not, it's not even feasible. So no. for the trick, it's really tricking poor people to get rid of something that they had from their grandfather, an mm -hmm. old pickup truck that you can fill up. And, and essentially, there's going to be a little device you can just flip it on your car and, and put uh, canola oil or something in there to drive it. But they don't yeah. want you When you get rid of that, trying to get it back is going to be impossible. You're yes. not going to get another V8 old school that you could possibly convert to water because... Look at uh, Porsche just developed down in Chile mm -hmm. the carbon water car fuel that was supposedly, we're, you know what I mean, dude? This yeah. is, it's crazy, man. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. for people to be that naive to think that, oh, my God, it's so cool. My car could self-drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's the same thing, you know, when, when the iPhone first came out. Now they have iPhone season. Right. Everybody gives up their iPhone. They go get a new iPhone every single year because it's got a better camera or at least that's what they tell you. We don't know that. You know what I mean? But every year they want you to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. It's the same thing with these electric cars because they can tell you, well, this new Tesla has, you know, whatever, whatever feature and people eat it up. And it's a status thing. I got well, an iPhone. I got a Tesla. You know, I'll one up you on that. It won't even be the new one. It would have happened if the car stopped working. Yeah. See, my yep. phone, I kept my old iPhone. I didn't even want to get enough. It stopped working. Yeah. One day, the, the screen froze. I couldn't do anything. I had to go down to Verizon, and that was the end of it. It's either how long How long was that after you had an update on the phone? After No, after I paid the phone off. Oh, so you paid the phone <laughs> off? Because normally that, that'll happen like after a system update, right? Um, and I think it was with iPhone. There was a there was kind of a discovery where uh, these engineers were starting to figure out, oh, shit, once I update my phone with whatever new, you know, um, firmware software, whatever. firmware, whatever that they're going to put on this phone that's supposed to update it. Right. It ends up reducing the battery power. It charges slower. It runs slower. 
So every single time you get further away from that new phone and you get a new update, I'm waiting on mine. My phone is like six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Now that's and, same, and, that same thing you're saying, they're saying that's what happens when you go in to service your Tesla. The guy was mm-hmm. saying at the meeting for EV cars that these, you know, when you plug something up, there it's, it's time. Yeah. So after so many unplugs and plugs, it yeah. basically times out. Mm-hmm. They're not telling people that. No. So imagine how many times you're plugging your car up and eventually it times out. Mm -hmm. You're like, what's going on? You can't really afford it. But now that keeps you another way to keep you in debt going back and forth now. Oh, we got a payment plan. And you flip that over. You'll never get out of debt. You'll never uh, own your car. No. Yeah. And, And like you said, you know, with the ability for them to switch it on, switch it off, drive you to the courthouse or to the police department, you're completely beholden to whatever governing body is in control of these automobiles, especially once it gets more to that point. Right. Um, and, and once another fake pandemic happens, they want everybody to stay at home. They're just going to turn your car off. Yep. You're exactly right. Now <laughs> I, I'm okay with them driving to the police station. Cause that saves <laughs> me a little bit of make leg it work. easy for you. Before we get too far ahead, cause we just went head first. I'm loving where this is going, <laughs> but Herc, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do, and then how you got started. Um, okay, uh, Big Hurts 916. The 916 is not gang related, it's just to let people distinguish me from other big hurts out there. That's Sacramento area code, so mm-hmm. I just use that as my handle for branding purposes because people have asked me about how you know what does that mean. And I got the name Big Herc a long time ago as a young man in um Sacramento County Jail, and somebody called me Herc and then it changed to Big Herc, and then Big Herc just kind of stuck with me. And um, that's a nickname that I've had since the 90s. Um, But anyways, you know, background, I've been in some trouble, went through the system, um, been through Juvenile Hall, CYA, California Youth Authority, been to the feds for bank robbery, sold drugs, had a lot of mix ups with the law, but wasn't a bad kid growing up with a straight A student, skateboard, did the BMX thing, was really into just uh, the whole uh, academia and um, just got mixed up and made some bad choices, man. It wasn't like I was uh, brought up with wrong values. I was brought up in like a military background family. So I had a core value. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> that's probably one of the things that saved me was being able to have that and uh, reflect on that when I got to the feds um, after I got sentenced for 120 months for federal bank robbery. And um, it was an epiphany. It was... Um, eye awakening. And when I got into the court system and I started researching the law and studying um, the different jurisdictions of the courts, statutes, signs and symbolisms in the courtroom and different things, I felt like I got played. You know, I was one of these kids. I bought into that whatever lifestyle or urban culture, whatever you want to call it, mentality where, you know, I was justifying my actions. And um I just felt like, you know, it was it was just really when I took the uh, the red pill and woke up and seeing everything for what it is. And then I just started really researching, reading, educating myself. And um, at that point is when I said, you know what, I'm going to figure out how I got to prison. How did I end up here? Because it wasn't the bank robbery. It was a bunch of choices leading up to the bank robbery and basically energy catching up with me from past um, decisions. And Mm. so I did a lot of soul searching, did a lot of reflecting, meditation, 
I basically self-rehabilitated myself, um, studied the whole time I was in prison, was pretty much kind of ostracized because I didn't really hang out per se or play a lot of the the, the politic games. And, um, you know, I just focused on myself. And while I was in there, I came up with the idea to come up with a show called Fresh Out, which is I want to showcase ex-felons that went through the system, but that did something righteous with their life, that changed mm-hmm. their life, um, became a positive influence. Because I, you know, I seen guys coming back and forth and I was seeing grown men in there still gang banging and yeah. just the mentality, man, the conversation. So I'm like, dude, this is, it was so just mentally, the, the what you're around, the racism, the ignorance, the just the buffoonery, the barbarianism. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, man. So um, I said, when I get out, I'm going to do a show and show a different aspect of it because um, maybe I could save some lives. Yeah. And so when I got out, I met my business partner, Big Ant, and uh, a couple, you know, couple, but roughly like a couple years after I got out, we started 2013. And um, I started filming ex-felons and um, man, we started, you know, organically, we didn't know what we were doing Yeah. Uh, with a website. You know, my neighbor was a film guy. He, he, a camera guy, he filmed for us. We, I, you know, hit up people to do interviews. I started asking, you know, answering questions on prison talk and um, it just took off. And yeah. uh, it's been a journey. You know, one of the things that's kind of like played against us is that we don't really promote and I don't endorse a lot of the ignorant lifestyle stuff because I think it's foolish and a lot of kids get tricked and they think it's so cool yeah. and to wake up one day with 20, 30 years or a life sentence. So I really go against that. And I try to get people to come on and tell the truth because, you know, you're, you're sitting in prison and you're a grandpa and you committed something in your 20s and you realize that what you were following or what you believed mm-hmm. in was just a setup. Um you know, kids need to hear that. And it's not, yeah. you know, and, and rappers, you know, it's it's like that culture is so strong in every aspect. So it's like, I'm kind of um, going and swimming against the tide as yeah. I push my channel, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I can't um, wholeheartedly say that, you know, it's cool to, that you should want to embrace a lifestyle that's just destructive. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's something that a lot of a lot of people get out, you know, and and there's never really any um there's never really any light on on dudes that get out and turn their life around and become better people. Uh, so I think that's important what you're doing because I think for like you said, younger generations to see that, hear that, know like this shit being a degenerate isn't cool. You know what I mean? Um, I need to do something productive something promising with my life um you know my dad was in and out of the pen throughout my life and it wasn't until i would say my daughter was born she just turned six in december it wasn't until she was born that he really decided to make a conscience effort to not make any stupid decisions and keep his ass out of trouble um i don't know how many times i had that conversation with him is you're you're a grandfather now you know Mm -hmm. Do you want to see your grandkids with a piece of glass in between you or do you want them to run into your arms when you're here? And it was and it's kind of sad in a way because that's what it took for him to kind of get his shit together. Um, But he's never been a bad person. He's not a bad man. You know, Uh, he did 
his best for his family, even though some of those decisions weren't the best decisions. I understood his intent, um, you know, but I think what you're doing is is the most positive thing for like that gang culture is everywhere. You know, everyone wants a piece of that for some reason. And uh, it's just not appealing. You know, it's not the truth. Yeah. It's you, you see the the, you know, the fruits of somebody selling drugs and and or or you know knocking over stores and shit they got all this stuff but that's it you know it's the the biggest part of the society is that they want that quick fix and they want what they want and they want it now and that's that that kind of lifestyle that's what it presents for them you're gonna sling dope and you're gonna get cash quick you know you're gonna have the access to what you want right now um, but it doesn't play out in the long run. Yeah. And we see where it ends. A lot of the lives lost on the streets, uh, people behind bars, um, families, you know, destroyed by violence, you know, innocent people getting shot up, you know, because people are fighting and beefing yeah. over nothing. But you your know? favorite rapper is talking about it. So like, it, you know, it gives you kind of a status thing too. It and, is. Yeah, it and, is. So it's good to, to have someone like you standing up and, and you, you know, you say you're not promoting or you're just, you're not, you feel like you're not making a difference or, but you are, it takes people like you to stand up have been through it to be able to be that voice of reason to show the people and you're going to catch that one person and that one person may turn around and do the same thing. And that's how it all starts. Yeah. And if you don't have the courage to stand up and do it, uh no one else is so good on you for doing that you're the type of people that need to be out there in the, the limelight and and making the big waves yeah, we gotta stop making stupid people famous that's right <laughs> <laughs> and herc i gotta tell you man i your fresh out series i've watched uh, i don't even know how many of them now but i wanted to say I, I i remember one of the first times that wes watson was on on that show with you and this was like very early on in his kind of branching out. And that guy's huge now. I mean, like he's got his own uh, fitness thing that he's doing and all this stuff. And he's huge on Instagram. And and so, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know your relationship with him now, but I mean, it's having a positive impact because. Yeah, I don't of, talk to that guy. He he, he kind of used my channel to launch him, but he really uh, not. I wouldn't say he's a genuine person at all. Mm. Shit. Uh, I'll edit that out. Never mind. But I kind of yeah. that, you know, there, you got people, you know, I'm the type of person, man, if you see me, I'm the same person off camera, on camera. You know, yeah. I'm not going to hit you up and be like, hey, big country, what's up, man? And then use you and then change my number and act like I don't know you. Or oh, I'm going to say I was this big, tough dude in prison knocking people out when I was going to church. You know what yeah. I mean? Just keep it real. You know, a lot yeah. of people sell illusions, and that's what a lot of social media is illusions. People aren't living like that. You're yeah. not doing all that shit. You ain't cut like that. You're you created this image. It's like, oh, I'm a millionaire, and you live in an apartment, man. But yeah. people on Instagram see you in front of these private jets, and you're doing photo shoots, and you're selling another illusion to these young people, and they're buying it. The tattoos, yeah. I had a tattoo this on my chest and this and i'm always posing and talking it sells it's a, it's a character like the rock like mm -hmm. john cena it's like anything else but yeah. it's not real you know and mm -hmm. to be honest if you were really i know some guys who were like that in prison and they're quiet they yeah. weren't on mainline they weren't yeah. in a dorm they were not hanging out you're not doing regular time you know what i mean you're maxing out yeah and getting good time i have friends that maxed out 
that within real riots that was sticking people and they don't they don't even want to come on my show even though they give me respect so you know i look back and i'm like okay lesson learned but you know it's it's like i could be selling that too but that's not to me that's not genuine i'm yeah. genuine you know i'm not it's like why would i glorify i could talk about a lot of really grimy shit i did but for what and act yeah. like oh yeah this and that you got the key i'm doing man that's some bullshit you know, but right. each his own though. You know, it made the guy who he is. So, you know, more props to him. Yeah. Like you said though, that negative energy catches up to you sooner yeah. or later. Right. You know right. I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I kind of wanted to have a conversation with you too, uh, on our show about, since you're talking to all the truth hooligans right now about where you see the culture, uh, as a whole going, because, you know, we saw you, um, also recently on Sam's show and Sam's the homie of ours. We've, we've mm -hmm. been on his show. He's been on ours and having some, some of these conversations that we regularly have on our show. And yeah, we talk about conspiracies. We talk about the vax and COVID and all this stuff. Right. But a lot of times we don't address the culture and we're living in a really weird time right now where the instant gratification and like boy is saying, we got to stop making stupid people famous. And I agree with all that because so many times, like, I'll see something on Instagram and I'll send it to Boya and I'm like, uh, this guy's got X amount of views and it's totally mindless, dumb bullshit. And we're over here trying to fight the new world order. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're battling the Illuminati <laughs> yeah. in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like being with your, with who you are in your journey, right. And, and, and learning all the things you have learned in, in, in your years and, and, and being behind bars and studying the law, Culturally, do you think that there's an opportunity to come out of this kind of spell that we're all under right now? Uh, you know what? I heard somebody say that you, you don't need, a, a, you know, 300 million sheep to wake up. You only need like 100 people, 1,500 yeah. people to make a difference. But they had a revolutionary war. It wasn't thousands. It was a few hundred people yeah. that, that went to work. And basically, yeah. you know, emancipated the country. So when you talk about revolutions or people raising up and creating consciousness, I, I don't, I don't, if you're not like how you guys reached out to me, I'm not trying to convince anybody to do anything they're not really ready for spiritually because it right. will come back and backfire on you. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to go on no, no Compton seminar or over here in the hood and floor and try to save anybody for me to walk out there and, and just be a mortar and they shoot my ass because they really didn't want to hear what I had to say. Now, if you really want to hear it, you'll reach out to me. We'll do a private and we can elevate each other. But as right. far as the masses, wow. dude, the masses is not the way to go. And yeah. how we're talking now, like you said, the people that tap into my show, tap into your show, you know, Sam's show, some of these other programs, they already have the gene. It's like, it's almost like, I was listening to, uh, um, I forgot the guy's name, but he's hella smart, man, Billy Carson. And he was talking about like how genetic programming and almost how some of us are genetically programmed to see things other people can't see. Mm, yeah, You know, it's like, a, it's like a gene where, man, you don't see that? And you're talking to them and they're like, uh, you're like, God, man, am I the only one in my, is it that bad? Yeah. And, you know, literally some people yeah. have been programmed to almost be the people who are, uh, almost like just the drones, and then yeah. you have people who are programmed to and like see these drones, and then you got people who know the difference. And but they're like already they got a secret book, and you know there's a book, but they never showed it to you because they're yeah. a little click. But you figured it out. They're like, God damn it, that damn dude, he figured it <laughs> out. We got to keep him from getting. He can never have the book. 
because yeah. we know he won't really come all the way over, but he's yeah. trying to help the drones, but we got to kind of like regulate him. So it's like, I feel like I'm stuck in the middle because I know what you people do and mm-hmm. I know what you're hiding, but I can't help these people because they're stuck on CNN. They don't want to see it. Exactly. I just right. got to kind of like find people on my level that we all know, but we just aren't indoctrinated. We're, we're not indoctrinated into that yeah. particular circle, which we know exists. But we're not you know, like George Carlin, Carlin said. We're not in it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and it's true because you you got a lot of people. You run into you know a hand. I shouldn't <laughs> say a lot of people, but you run into a handful of people who are right there on that tipping point, one way or the other. You know what I mean? So all they need is that little push, like, hey, maybe you didn't hear about this, but check this out, and then they might finally see what's really going on, and then you know they can go out and and finish finish doing you know the lord's work by exposing all this crazy shit that's going on and start to actually wake people up but like you said it's not up to you to to transform the masses everything happens grassroots that's how it starts to grow that's how it holds strong you know what i mean um so yeah i think that's that's the smartest way to do it and social media is definitely a tool of the devil it's yeah. Well, I, you know, culturally, at least at least from my point of view, culturally, once social media really took hold, it's just been all downhill from there because now you got, you know, let alone, you know, forget about the 200 genders that we just pulled out of nowhere. Yeah. But but yeah. you got you got girls who instead of wanting to grow up and be moms or teachers or doctors, they want to grow up and have an only fans and be on Instagram and. You know, and then the the boys, they don't know if they're girls or not. They they don't want to get their hands dirty. Um, you know, anything masculine is shunned, and that is that is the the beginning of the end for our culture, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, no, I think you're right. The moral values, the decay, and and look, man, when I talk, I talk from I've I've been in the porn industry, man. I've sold crack when I was 15. I've robbed people. I've done yeah. so. I, I'm talking from a person who's seen it, and I'm got experience of moral values and yeah. shit is going to hell, you know? Yeah. And so when I talk about it, is, you know, because somebody labeled me far, far right, non woke of one of the, they had <laughs> my name on a list of YouTubers, and I was on some list they made. That's up crazy. Europe. Yeah, you somebody, definitely look like it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> when I see you. I'm like far right for sure. <laughs> you know, they could be in that category, but you know, I look at it like on the flip side. Social media has brought us together and it's That's allowed true. us to get information that maybe me and you would have never been able to commonly be able to share. But on the flip side, the masses who aren't, you know, the drones, they've mm-hmm. been just pretty much collapsed. I mean, like yeah. you said, the values of women. You know, 18, 19, they got 200 bodies and then they get 30 and they think a guy's going to wife them and they have nothing to bring to the table. You're yeah. a guy who's been working hard. You've been shitted on. You're, you know, 30 years old. You got a good job now. And this girl thinks you're going to come in with her two kids and make her a <laughs> wife material. Yeah. Come on, man. You know what I mean? It's like with ex-boyfriends who are in and out the penitentiary or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. These women, they don't look long term. And then the strong men, the strong men, the 5%, 4%. They got their pick of the litter, to tell you the truth. Yeah. If they get their shit together, if you're a guy who knows how to get out here, use a drill, jack a car up, take a wheel off, change a radiator, fix a, a, a leaky pipe, do this and that, dude, you're coveted. 
Yeah. You're old right now. You know what I mean? A lot of and these kids, man, they don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And that that's something, you know, I almost shed a tear. My nephew, he's, he's going to graduate next year from high school. But he had said, I said, hey, do you know what you want to do after high school? I said, I'm not asking you because I, I need to know or because you need to have it all figured out. I was right. just wondering if you've given it any thought, you know. Rob a bank like Big Herc. Yeah. Do. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to chase you. And he, he said, you know what? I think I want to I want to learn how to weld. I'm going to go to trade school and I'm going to learn. And I said, that is the most comforting thing I've ever heard a 16-year-old say because – you're smart enough to not go to a four-year college and get into hundreds and thousands of dollars of debt for a piece of paper that you're never probably going to work in that field ever. Yep. And you'll be able to go to a trade school. You spend $70,000 for your education, be done in a year, maybe two, depending on what you're doing, and make all that money back in your first year at work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. literally, you know, there's guys with muffler shops. Uh, mm -hmm. I know fabrication shops right now, guys are they, damn near millionaires. You know, you, yeah. there's a waiting list right now. Like I do a lot of car stuff because I, I build cars, wait for stuff. And dude, there's guys building chassis that are 30, 40,000. They got, they got a year waiting list. Yep. So if you got a weld or fabricate or engineer anything, if you're a mechanic, think about this going into the future. Who's going to be working on these cars? Exactly. All the old craftsmen, these old guys are retiring, these grandpas, these dads, and they're trying to pass it on to their kids. Their kids are scared to get oil on their fingernails. They're scared mm -hmm. to use a, a wrench. You know, it's like, who's going to replace this? And those are going to be the coveted jobs, the ones that require some type of physical attributes, yep. uh, in, you know, going forward. Because whether it's mechanics, whether it's engineering, but, you know, and just like even, you know, I tell kids all the time, hey, man. Take your trade, learn how to paint a car. You'll work all yeah. day long painting oh, cars. Yeah. Ton of money, body work. Every shop I go to, they don't have anybody. There's one or two dudes in there that know yep. how to paint. That's it. Yep. You gotta wait. You know, you gotta your car's gonna be in there for about a year. Yep. You know, so you know, those those jobs, you're right, man. And in college, it's it's a Ponzi scheme. When you think about college, right? And I watch it sometimes to see how entertaining when you look at the college, right, and the sports, do you see the kids painting them faces and painting themselves blue or red. Think about that, man. It's like they're selling an illusion. Mm -hmm. You're part of the Crimson Tie. You're part of the Blue Devils from Duke, this and that. That's all money, man, that they're oh, making. Yeah. For you to go there, to say you went there, so it's a status thing. But at the end of the day, the only reason I would tell a kid to go college, if you got an uncle, a grandfather, a cousin, and you're going to walk into a CEO position, and that's just part of the process, but you already set up. Yeah. You're not set up. You're only you're going to top out. Exactly. You can't get that next level. You're only going to get so far unless you have like a a, a, a degree that's in something so specific, like mm -hmm. engineer or scientist or something that breaks the mold. But yeah. other than that, you're wasting your time. Exactly. Yep. I'm say there's not a lot of four year degrees that really amount to anything, in unless you're a doctor. I'm going to law school, you're doing something that is so specific to that. And then most of those degrees, you have to go to extra schooling after, you know, you go and you're just building that debt. You're just digging mm -hmm. yourself a hole. Yeah, I've talked, I've talked to my sons cause I have three sons and I, I talk to them all the time. I'm like, you guys need to find a trade. You got to find a job that it's going to be around forever. Unless they get a full ride. Well, that's the only thing my, my, my middle son has got, dreams of playing college ball somewhere and he he probably will he's 
he's a stud he's he's about as big as you herc um he's he, <laughs> oh, he, you know, he's not a kid yeah no he's not even a kid he turned 15 just last year just a couple months ago he's like six five he's almost Damn. 220 yeah, yeah. He's six five almost he walked into my house and I almost drew down on him. Yeah, like, yeah he's a, the, trust me, there, there's there's a reason why I can conceal carry all the time is, is I can't beat him up anymore. I, so he, he picked me and his mom up at the same time and moved us out of the Jesus. walkway the other day. We were messing, we were hugging. He came in and picked us both up and moved us. He's like, get out of the way, you know, messing around with us. He's, he's a monster. But, you know, that's the only reason why he wants to go to school is because he just loves football so much. Football and he plays volleyball. Well, see, that's different though, because now yeah. your son can get an NIT agreement and he can make money before he even gets out of college. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Kids now I, I know my my friend my friend, his kid's friend got five, you know, five million dollar contract and he's a senior. So yeah. he drives a sea wagon, he's got oh, yeah. so he if he gets hurt now investing that in that four years, he could leave there with something to look back on. So your son, six five I me, mean, dude, he you get in there, you get three or four million Under Armour or whatever contract, and by the time he gets out of everything else, is you know the bonus. He's done. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You manage yeah. money, yeah. put it in, you know, a couple investments. He's set, man. But that's the only difference, which is a very rare. That's a genetic thing. That's a genetic blessing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's no doubt. He's got his mom. Get it from you. He got his mom's good genes. <laughs> <laughs> Shake that mailman's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, boy. Fuck you, dude. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, you know what's really interesting is uh, I remember when I was going to high school that um, trade school was like poo pooed on. It was like, it was. oh, yeah. It was like, what yeah. the dumb kid. that's what dumb mm-hmm. kids do. Yep. Yeah. And I kind of bought into it a little bit and I went to junior college for a little while and I was trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do with my life. Now, my dad was always in construction since the time I was born. And it just never clicked because when I was 18, 19, man, I hated manual labor. I thought it's mm-hmm. I was like, this sucks, dude. I don't want to do this. So I was trying to figure it out. And then it wasn't until I was like 23. And then that gene kicked in yep. and working on stuff. And it just kind of it came a little later. I wish it would have came sooner, but it didn't. I'm at where I'm at. But shit, I've been in the trade now for eight years. I'm a journeyman. I make six figures. I went to trade school. I, I mean, I'm extremely blessed. And I will make sure that my son, even if he doesn't want to do what I want to do, He's going to know how to do all those things that kids now don't know how to do. Yeah. You know, change tires and and help help mom with with stuff around the house when dad's not home and get go outside and play and get dirty and all these things, you know, and it, it's a, it's kind of unfortunate because it's like they're trying to phase out trades, mm-hmm. but it's but they but it's it's impossible to do. Yeah. Because robot even though like this idea of AI and robots and all that shit and I think I uh, maybe it was Venice Beach Dub Club when he was on the show. Seth was talking about I think the AI push it is there, but yeah. it's a, it's almost a big lie because COVID would have been the perfect time to roll it out because nobody was going to work. Yeah, every every you know McDonald's could have been replaced with robots, and this labor shortage that they had could have been replaced with robots. So there's certain things like trades that cannot be replaced. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. even if it's all electric or whatever. It, it it's it's inevitable. It's inevitably going to break. It's inevitably going to fail. Yeah. You got to have someone to fix it. Now, yeah. if it's not the computer, that only leaves the mechanical aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. And, so, that, and that's the thing that they're not really even looking at. And that's why these people are so short term. They, they think they have a master plan, like global conquering. We're going to wipe it, but it's never going to happen. Like you said, because even everything electric requires some type of coal or fossil fuel. Yeah. 
what they call fossil fuels. I don't even believe it's fossil fuels. I think that's some bullshit. The dinosaurs. And some <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, no. They, they want to make you think that, you know, fossil fuels means that it's limited, right? We had so many dinosaurs and now we're using their, I don't know, for gas. <laughs> it It's it's kind of a silly notion, but, it is. you know, we have, if we were to make everybody just in California, how many registered drivers do we have in the state of California? Good God, a lot. A shit Was ton. it like 22 million? Yeah. 22 million registered drivers. They want everybody in the state of California to have an electric vehicle. We can't produce enough coal or we can't burn enough coal to produce enough electricity to run our ACs in the, in the summer. So now you want us to plug everything into the grid to charge our electric vehicles. When we already know that the grid can't support that. You know, if, what if we were, for. what's that? That's the Enron game. Yeah. 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 Ooh, power yeah. Out buddy. Exactly. So now, yeah. so now they want, but the thing that they're not explaining to people is the more EVs you got, the more coal you got to burn. That's how you get more electricity. You know what I mean? So they're, they're like you said earlier, they're pushing this green stuff. It's not even close. It's not, they skipped right over hybrids. Hybrids were the way to go. If, if that's the way they wanted to go, they want to put an electric motor in some hybrids were the way to go. You don't have to charge it. They do have plug-in hybrids, but you don't have to have a plug-in hybrid. You got hybrids, gasoline hybrids that'll run forever. You're gonna double your gas mileage. The water car, man. Why we didn't? Well, you have the water car. Dude, you have you got water you car. The, you see the brother who died, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The police yep. officer who's off duty, who was yep. working Saturday. The guy came all the way Friday. He was a racist, but he talked to a black guy for over an hour. Yeah. Left, came back the next day, shot mm -hmm. the place up. Killed that guy. That guy had just applied for a patent for his all-water yep. car. He just made a video. He should have yeah. never put that video out. When nope. he seen that video and the car kept running and he was showing how there's no emissions, mm -hmm. dude, think about this right now, right? Just Even just think about this. If everybody could just fill their car up with the water hose, yep. how much would that change the game as far as people's economic and social standards? Oh. Yeah. Come on, it's man. Damn near erase it. You know what I mean? Dude, you're talking about people who are living in the ghetto. Be like, wow, I don't have to put gas. Now I can go buy my kids some new shoes. I can yep. go to a better school. I can buy better food. I can yep. do travel more. You can travel. We could go yep. across the country just with water. And, yeah, and yep. man, you can make shit happen. They don't exactly. want us to make shit happen, man. Mm -hmm. No, no. And that and that that's all part of the push for EVs also. Yeah, it's nice on the coast, east coast, west coast. You got plenty of charging stations. What if I'm on a road trip out to Kansas to see big country? There's you're gonna, no you're, way you're gonna run out of battery, bud. Well, you're gonna not, not only <laughs> that, right? But you know, uh, how long does it take to drive from from Kansas to California to San Diego? Twenty four hours if you don't stop. Twenty four hours nonstop. You put somebody in an EV, it's going to take them probably four days. Because now you got to wait. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna discharge that battery. It's gonna take you at least four hours to fully charge it. So you got to find something to do. You know, that's in between you sleeping and eating and all that shit. So there it's, it's impractical. She, she, she did a trip. She's trying to do a trip from Louisiana, Chicago. Had an EV. She got like three fourths of the way there. Then the car, she couldn't find enough charging stations. Ended up coming back after she did all the math. She would have actually have saved like maybe $2 a gallon if she just would have gassed up and drove there. It yep. could have got there ahead of time because oh, yeah. waiting, got there. the charge, 
the do you know dealing with the you know and like you like you said do you want to be sitting somewhere for 15 minutes waiting for somebody to rob you man yeah dude, so not even fake being at no gas station for no exactly <laughs> exactly they're We're saying oh well the, we yeah. could put it we could put a charging station at a at a um a rest spot now you you want to put a charging station in a rest spot in the middle of the goddamn nowhere and have me wait there for four hours to charge that thing up no, you know I've what happens at freeway lines to know that's not a good idea no, no it's not safe at all now you're talking about families traveling right so as soon as you load up that ev now you've reduced the battery imagine the, if people are following because yep. you got an ev so you might be you might be you people just yep. follow you exactly wait for your car to charge and they're, they call them they can call them ev bandits Yep. Yep. Dude, yeah. I'm not you. I'm thinking like because I see what type of criminal shit is going on. Oh, you for sure. Be thinking way ahead, man. It's not, dude. It's not. It's not even feasible. And, and on the safe level, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider, like you said, to travel across with my kids and my family. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. It's not practical. It's not feasible. Um, but they have these people. All these climate nerds. They're jacked up on this shit, man. They love Greta. it. Yeah, Greta. Greta. Yeah, don't say Zero her name. Emissions. We're gonna get canceled yeah. and end up in a jail cell. That, that little retarded girl. Those <laughs> are the same people trying to block out the sun. Yeah, yeah. yeah they want to block out the sun. So now, because in my opinion, I think that these assholes they they don't want you to have solar panels either. I mean, California, they're already telling you like, well, you put those solar panels on, they got to be like this, 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 and this. There's a lot of counties. I don't even know if in the state you can get a Tesla power wall. Uh, you might be able to get a small pack, right? With a Tesla power wall, your, 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 uh, solar panels will fill that up. You have 72 hours of power for your entire house. That's completely off grid all just from the sun. But the, the, the state of California doesn't want you to have that. Cause they want you to be paying all these crazy ridiculous <coughs> prices for natural gas and for electricity off of their grid. Right? So anytime you try and create a little bit of separation between you and the system, they figure out a way to leverage it. Yeah. Well, and, and... go ahead. Go ahead. Eric. I was. I was just no, going to no, say. No, about... I was going to say everything you're saying. It goes right back to Big Brother telling you when and where. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have no freedom, yep. man. You know I, when, when they when they when they did the lockdown, dude. I was in. I was like, oh my god, the penitentiaries, the streets. They mm -hmm. closed the gyms. You know, the first thing they take in a riot and the pen is the weights. Yeah. They don't want you to be strong. They don't want you to exercise. And, and outside of physical exercise, working out, walking, push-up, it clears your mind. It does something yeah. to your body as far as releasing certain toxins. And so mm -hmm. when people weren't exercising, people – think about how many people – you know how many people I know went back to drugs that relapsed, people that stressed yep. out, kids that went crazy, kids yep. that people that were out of control, the drug uses. Look at the drug use went through the roof. Oh yeah, drug drug use, child uh, uh, abuse, depression, depression, child trafficking. Yes. So now you had all these kids. Yes. They gave them a they gave them a screen. Said go yes. home. So all these kids are on this screen, and they're getting messages from from older people, grooming them, and eventually taking them. Yeah. And and all of that stuff spiked. And domestic violence. Yep. Stressed yep. out. Damn yep. it. You there's no. There's no. There is no outlets. Yeah. And yeah. People yes. need healthy outlets yes. activity being outside you know going to the beach people getting arrested for going out on the beach i mean are you yeah. fucking kidding me no. oh. they were they were on horses in malibu getting people yeah. think about that think about Why? that man. you're at the oh i mean i used to drive from sherman oaks to 
Santa Monica and I'm walking and people be looking because I don't have a mask on. I'm by the yep. ocean. I'm clearing yep. my body. I'm I'm channeling good energy. What are you talking about? Yeah. 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 I, and and I was going to say this, boy, if you remember when we were on a legit bat show talking about solar panels and the whole big mm-hmm. scam, if you're leasing your solar panels, mm-hmm. I mean, you can generally speaking, when you lease your solar panels, they're about a 25 to 30 year lease. Yep. Usually the, you know, the, the span of a home. Right, yeah. because it's oh, it's 120 bucks a month, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Although the average lifespan of solar panels is 30 years. Yeah. So by the time you've paid for them, you need they quit. One. Yeah. You need new ones, <laughs> and then when you dispose of the solar panels, like we had mentioned, right? They're can't toxic just throw them in trash. You can't yep. throw them away. You got to recycle, and there's a fee for it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's 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 a big scam to keep you locked into the grid. Now, if you had your own solar panels. And you were totally off the grid. That's that's something completely different. But yeah, um, you know, you walk around that, that, people and they're like, "Hey, have you? Do you yeah. own your home? Are you interested in leasing some?" Well, that's the other thing. Like, you're an electrician, right? Yeah. So say say tomorrow you and your wife end up buying a home. Now you just go outright buy some solar panels and you put them on your house. Yep. The city catches wind. Hey, that's not permitted. Yep. You're tapping into our grid. You know what I mean? Bitch, I'm and, tapping and, into the sun. But exactly. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but if you claim you're homeless, you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. I see him doing it right in Venice Beach, off of yep. uh, off of Fifth Street. Right there, the guy had a mo- a mobile a mobile home, mm-hmm. solar panels on top. He doing whatever you want to do. If yeah. you're, you're homeless, bro, you I told you if you're homeless, you can get away with anything. Yep. Well, that's that's a yep. California thing too. Being you just homeless, they you pay get you to everything be handed to you. Yeah, no. well, but the, and that's the that's the other fucked up part, right? Is that the state they they claim that they're helping people by giving them free phones and and money, but they're enabling them because a lot of these people aren't homeless be, because of a hard time. Some of them are. I was one of those kids in high school. You know what I mean? I understand how certain people become homeless, but. There are some people who choose to be homeless, especially in a state like this where you're getting 600 bucks a month and you got a free cell phone. So you're using that 600 bucks a month to support whatever habit it is you have, whatever vice it is that keeps you going. And then you you can call whoever you need to come pick you up, go wherever you need. You know, they're 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 cuddling people when they should be saying, Hey, here's, here are certain programs that we can get you to get back on your feet. You get this phone for X amount of time before you can, you know, transition into uh, something more secure for yourself. Cause the biggest issue with those phones is all those phones are untraceable. All those phones are untraceable. So you have almost people out here with phones who are doing some bad shit. You know, I I've told you guys a story about uh, when the rad movement was down looking for kids in the tunnels out here in El Cajon, and all these homeless people have phones and all these homeless people that were down there that they were running into were complicit in trafficking kids. But you can't even if you have a name, they can't track these people by their cell phones. There's no cell phone ping. All these government phones are untraced. They're all burners. Mm-hmm. So it just adds to that criminal element. All the programs to uh, what, you're, what you're talking about is almost it's become a lifestyle. I remember. I remember mm. back in the the early what was it um the late 90s when um people would come out here from like Oregon, Seattle, different places. Yeah. Just live on the beach because it was like cool. Like yeah. literally I, I met a guy, I used to know him. He lived in the bay and he's like, "Hey man, I'm living in I see him in Venice. He's like, "I'm living on the beach." I said, "Oh, you got a house 
a condo on the beach or studio. He's like, no, I'm living on the beach. He showers at the gym. Mm -hmm. He sells memberships during the day. He was living on the beach, you know, hooking up with little chicks, whatever he's doing, you know, because everything pretty much he can. He there's a window when the gym closed. He just needs to go find somewhere to stay for the night. He's just yeah. at his house or somehow going to a back. There's somewhere he can sleep at. But yeah. then as you look at move forward, it changed into now. A lot of these kids, they don't want to do anything. Like you said, they don't want a program. They don't yep. want to farm. They don't want to go to a shelter. <laughs> you got to do chores. You got to get up in the morning, make your bed. It's there's like rules. any rules, man. There's rules yep. to life. You can't, if yep. I pay rent, you can't come shit on my front yard. Yeah. I'm going to have to put hands on you, man. You're yeah. not going to be pooping in my front yard. You're not going to be peeing by my pool. You're not going to be doing stuff because you don't want to, you don't want to have a rule, but you want to yeah. come right. It's not right. And until you know they address that and all the rich people, they live in gated communities. They yep. keep them out of there. They push them in everybody else's neighborhood, but they don't want to deal with it. But for yeah. them, it's, it's a way for them to justify the funds because they're stealing money out of those slush funds. Oh, all yeah. that money, they say they're so-called helping these people. That's nothing but an um, extra piggy bank. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Spare change. Well, I, well, I just don't. I, I want to know where all that extra money goes because I know it doesn't get used. Those because I, I, I work in a job where we have to deal with homeless a lot. And we offer services. Hey, we can take you to this shelter. You'll have a bed tonight. But like you said, there's rules. They got to go in that the piss test, they got to be clean. You know, there's things that th they have to abide by and they always turn them down. I've never once That's offered wild. surface services to someone and have them accept it or had me drive them somewhere. Not one time, not one time in a long career that I've been working. So it just, it's one of those things. It's sad. I know those services are out there and then that money doesn't get used. And I'm sure they're just taking it. Like you said, it's a little slush fund that, people are taking money from and it's it's sad because there's a lot of people out there that do need help and, and yeah. but again you are correct too there's a lot of guys that just choose to be out there mm -hmm. it is a lifestyle they've choose to live that way and they're not trying to do anything better to help themselves or anyone else around them yeah. just bringing everyone else and, around and, them down and, and what you're what you exactly what you're saying on top of that is they're the ones who do need there's people who do need help but this is the thing too is that remember back in the day when you might get high but you can come back yeah yeah there's no coming back now a lot no. of people and they smoke spice they're doing bath salts they're not coming back i've mm -hmm. never seen any people like that turned into just zombies man like a zombie apocalypse and i'm telling you i, I got relatives i got real sad man living one, living under a bridge one of them if it wasn't for my mom would be homeless i've been in this so i've seen it firsthand and when they yeah. talk like dude the drugs fried their brain they're done they're done and yeah. it's like they don't even know that they're done that's the yeah. thing they don't even realize that what they're talking about is not normal and then they flip when they do have their when they don't have their and they're not on drugs they might be somewhat normal they get on a drug they turn into a demon and it's like these people how do you cure that and then yeah. somebody told me oh man let's let's uh make everything legal and blah 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 dude you know right now i mean when you you talking about legal, they did it in Portland. You see what happened the amount of drug overdoses. People have to have accountability. The reason why some people don't drink or some people don't do this because they feel it's a moral thing. Like mm -hmm. you, you got to feel like you got to think. This is like you know certain things aren't moral. So if you put when you take away that and then you make people think. So now the people who are on the cusp now they have no self control because yeah. they feel off. You know, and then they try it. And then they, oh my God, they're addicted to that particular, and then they're done. Family, yep. family goes down the shithole. Kids, yep. is, 
You know what I mean? So we gotta have, we gotta bring back a moral value. You know, that's, you know, I'm not a religious person, but at least when you have a value, whether it's Buddha, uh, 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 Muhammad, Jesus Christ, Mo, I mean, you feel like, okay, there's a higher power. I'm not yeah. gonna do, get high and sit in a hotel with hookers for a weekend and blow my whole family check, you know, because I know that this isn't right. But when you start yeah. saying oh, whatever, you can just do whatever. Dude, that's the, that's the fall of society. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention the mix of everything else that's already causing society to have a, a backsliding effect. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting to me that very recently I've seen more of like this movement of like going to church and being more maybe straight edge isn't the right word, but like that lifestyle, having morals like that's like the that's like the uh, the cool kids club now like it's cool to actually do these things yeah that's like the punk kids now yeah, you know, yeah rebelling like, type <laughs> yeah the rebelling type are the ones that are actually like following these rules and not i don't i don't i don't mean like the covid stuff and stuff like that you know what i mean but like having a family and having a blue collar job and coming mm -hmm. home to your kids is like the they're like whoa you do that that's crazy because yeah. Uh, in society, uh, uh, it seems to be that the 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 rules are going by the wayside, but it's for the the quiet few that mm -hmm. have been in the past, and now they're the loud ones, right? Like, it would be interesting to see if you could look in, in like a like a telescope or something like that to the past of what you know the generation before ours were doing that they could see what's happening now for those of them that are still left and they're, they'd probably be losing their minds because, you know, uh, such a cultural shift. And I think, I, th I think the initial start, honestly, and we've talked about this on the show that it was nine 11, mm -hmm. like a, a, like a pre nine 11 world was a different world to live in. Yeah. Right. And this was coming out of the nineties dope as shit. And then <laughs> everything just kind of went downhill from there. And it was that worldwide changing event and then they, they started stretching morality and, you know, like you're talking about girls on OnlyFans and all this shit and, and kids don't want to get dirty. And then you have like the divorce rate is so high right now. And mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, plus all the other, you know, uh, stresses you add with life with bills and, and credit and all this other bullshit that keep you trapped and they keep you down. And then COVID's, you know, this, this new thing that came out and everybody was scared and, it, it drove a bigger wedge, the wedge that was already driv driven with 9-11 that had yeah. society backsliding. COVID was the, the, another wedge that they put in there, right? And now everybody that said, hey, you probably shouldn't have gotten vaccinated or you probably shouldn't take that vaccinated, right? We were all the outcasts. Yeah. Right? You didn't get vaccinated. You're the bad guy. You're killing someone's grandma. Yeah. We, we all Actually, needed to be locked up in camps and yeah, fired from our jobs. Inoculated and all yeah. this shit and lined up on a wall and get shot and all this stuff. And now you got uh, athletes that are in far better shape than I am, right? Passing out on fields left and right. Yeah. And then they're coming out and saying, well, we have no idea why this We're happened, baffled. but yeah. we are 100% for sure. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> and then, but part of society is going, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did sure. you hear, did you hear how many confirmed uh, deaths related to sports there were last year or i think it's last year uh 700 something mm -mm, a thousand and one 
yeah. thousand to one confirmed. Oh it. yeah, yeah. And it, within thirty eight years up to that point, that's how many deaths had been in thirty eight years. Yeah, we were able to do that in two years, one yeah, year, one year, one year, one year. So, did you hear about how many doctors in Canada died? Mm-mm. Oh, there was like a wasn't there like a good little cluster, like seven in a week. No, at one point. So, so, so out of two hundred doctors, that I, I want to say over. I want to say over 50 or 60 of them just recently between the ages of like 25 to 45 just died. Health, this doctors all just died. Insane. insane. I mean, these guys, I mean, just all heart related. Yeah. So, you know, I, I look at, I look at like this, like 9-11 and all these other instances, COVID, it's like that Operation Looking Glass. Like they keep trying to change the future, but they can't change it. No. See, inevitably, us are going to, change what's going to happen but they're trying to stop it so they're like god damn it try this and they keep looking it's the same thing so they keep trying different things to see you know what is the spanish whether it's uh 9-11 whether it's uh the ukraine thing right now we're supposed to be in world war three we're supposed to have one world government they want to have whoever ruler that they have uh you know they want to crown and have them dominion over all of us and we're Basically, they're they're using our kids to sacrifice, doing whatever they're doing, but it mm-hmm. hasn't worked yet. But they, you got to remember, when you're a part of a darkness, you have to show it in the light. You have to show your 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 loyalty. So they have yep. to come out now, and they yeah. come out, they expose themselves. But they're trying to come out in a way where if they got enough of the right people helping them push the agenda, whether it's yep. celebrity, whether it's an athlete, whether it's this person, that it it round up everybody else. But people, we're picking them apart. People yep. are seeing through the bullshit. Not everybody's going for it. So yeah, these people have a platform, but the silent ones that don't have it, the ones who are actually quiet that you don't think, they're not going for this bullshit. There's a lot of yep. people who speak through this shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just don't mm-hmm. have the platform. Like our platform is small. They shut my, as soon as I hit a half a man, they shut me down. I haven't got another, I haven't had another 10,000 subscribers in two years. Damn. Right when they changed from Trump to Biden, it went to shit right it. after the George Floyd BLM dude. Yep. It, it, it shut me down, and you know, and I, I see that I know what's going on. But yeah. like I said, I see through shit, and I know how, you know. And, and one thing about, and I hate to say it, but they use a certain particular demographic. They're emotional. Yeah. Oh, they don't even look. Wait and look. Wait yeah. And look. Yeah. Exactly. Sit back. I, give us some time. Got shot by the police in in, in Cleveland or whatever the wherever the city was, and they said the cop and that guy come to find out he was a rapist. He didn't want to go back to prison. The yep. auntie said she he the cop should have killed him. Yep. And everybody remember NBA took a knee. Yep. All this stuff, all the racism, dude. They gotta <laughs> separate us. They yep. gotta keep us not together. And I met a guy from Iran, and he said, "Look, man, right beginning of the he said, mark my words, let's talk in a year." And let's see where the country is going to be at. They did the same thing when they took over our country between the Shiites and the Sunnis. And they separated mm-hmm. us and created us to eat and destroyed the country yep. by creating an internal war among the Muslims, which were together. Yep. They're doing yep. the same thing with us, but it's race. Yep. Black, black, white. When that don't work, throw the Mexicans in there. Let's yep. get them riled up. You know, if that don't work, let's try this. They keep trying different combinations. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah. Whatever they yeah. find, whatever they find that's going to devise the country the most, uh, that's what they're going to use. And they started with the race thing, and that kind of is transitioning. And now I really feel it's 
it's the polar opposites between the two parties right right now it's the the big push between the republicans for all the republicans are terrorists and racist and you know they're pushing that that narrative mm -hmm. so they're trying to draw as many people to one side or the other and i whatever they can do to devise the mass is what how they're going to control it because yeah. the more, more separated we are the easier we are to control of course okay yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, when they said that you're if you're a constant if you're they said if you're a constitutionalist you're a terrorist that's insane <laughs> you're a constitutionalist? <laughs> that means if you believe in the constitution you want to have these rights you're you're a terrorist yeah like, what the hell yeah it's, it's wild man oh it's it's yeah. it's insane yeah and you know i've experienced especially since the george floyd thing i've experienced I mean, we, I think collectively, but it's a little bit of a different experience for me to be attacked by people who I thought were part of my community for speaking out against, you know, glorifying this criminal, giving his family millions of dollars and putting them in a, in a gold casket. The guy had like something like 11 different fucking funerals, you know, and they worship this guy. And as soon as I spoke out about it, I was a race trader um i some crazy lady wanted to she she threatened to put a generational curse on me my family my kids um <laughs> yeah it was it was I, insane I people yeah were people were threatening they said man hey man i catch you you come to my town bro, uh, you know yeah be ready man and so yeah. literally i had like all kind of people saying stuff to me too man and like i said you know look man I've been in the system. You can mm -hmm. a lot of these people have never been in handcuffs. I've been in handcuffs. I've been pulled behind a, a grocery store late at night with some cops and threatened to, to have the canines, this and that. But I still rationalize what the situation was in the big scheme of things, you yeah. know, and, and and knowing that there has to be a balance. They're not all the, the, you there's not everybody in that the, the particular narrative is evil. Mm -hmm. Just like on one side, not everybody that's black is a gang member or, you know, has a bunch of baby yeah. mamas. You can't stereotype. So you got to yeah. look at and you can't let them. And then, you know, when you start looking at, dude, they pull up old arrest videos and started playing them on. And you're like, dude, what year was that? Was yeah. that recently? It's like, so they created all this stuff and it was agenda. Who mm -hmm. have you known to have a gold casket? Come, exactly. I mean, dude, it's like everybody yeah. they have from Europe taking a knee. <clears throat> Yeah, it's they they there's a turn they turn him into a celebrity man. I, I heard I heard a thing on the way over here. I was listening to a podcast on the way over here, and this soccer player, uh, she refused to take a knee mm. during the Black Lives Matter stuff. Uh, she was co a college player, college player. Yeah, she got benched because she wouldn't take a knee during the anthem, and she ended up suing and got money. Oh yeah, she got like six figures out yeah, of the deal. She did so yeah, good for her it, for standing but, you up. You know, like. It's, it's just so weird to, to live in this time where when you question the motives of an organization like the BLM, if you are black, you get a ration of shit for it. You're not they, basically they're telling you, you shouldn't be asking any questions about this. You know what I mean? This is a conversation that I had with my dad. I was curious to see how he felt about it, uh, you know, being in and out of the pen. My brother and I, we live two completely different lives we have two completely different sets of of of, of I, ideals and values and not that he's a bad guy you know he, does, he stays out of trouble he handles his business we just don't think the same and 
he had gotten into an argument with my brother over the shot. And uh, then they started talking about the BLM. And then me and my brother got into it about the BLM. And I told him basically, fuck them. Okay, they want to they want to get rid of of the nuclear family. They want to take fathers out of homes. That's right. Everything about their mission statement is is completely Marxist, and yeah. I can't get down with that. They yeah. they want to destroy black families. Yeah. And the biggest piece of evidence to point to that is all the money they got has never gone to a black community. They they're not out in Chicago trying to save children's lives who are getting smoked on the street left and right every weekend. They're not out in Atlanta trying to save kids' lives. You know what I mean? They're not in black neighborhoods trying to take care of black folks with the millions and millions and millions of dollars that are getting funneled into this organization. And I got so much shit from my brother for saying that I'm not down with that. I'm not down with thinking every cop is a racist and every cop wants to kill me. Now my dad had the same sentiment as you did in and out of the pen, having all kinds of run-ins with the cops, getting the shit kicked out of him by police officers. And he, he did exactly what you did. He stood back, looked at the big picture and said, I'm the reason this happened to me. You know what I mean? There are decisions that an individual makes that have certain consequences. Obviously not everything that a cop did to him that that cop shouldn't have done is okay, but he understands how he got to that point. Now, when when you have someone who's conscious of of what they're doing such as yourself they can take that time to to sit back and have that self-reflection and go damn i need to change what i'm doing you know what i mean there's not a whole lot of people that are capable of that um we don't we don't see it you know what i mean it's 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 a rare it's a rare view into someone's life who's able to take a step back go i need to fix some shit you know it's painful and nobody oh, yeah. wants to go through and accept that they're the fuck up. Maybe they yeah. made some choices that weren't the right choices and you got to stop blaming people. My mom mm. had me at 14, right? I remember my mom going to her graduation. My, mm. I never met my dad. You know, uh, I've heard stories, but, you know, it's one of those things that back then they didn't talk about it. You know, the parents and, you know, yeah. my other side of the family, they live right down the street from my grandmother. Both of them retired military. Both of them, you know, it's a whole yeah. bunch of shit, clouding elephant in the room type shit. But yeah, yeah. I can't dwell on that and be like, poor me, man, my mom, man, I didn't have them. My other stepdad was an asshole. I didn't have, yeah. you know, I had to, I had to recognize. And because I put the, 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 the energy into the universe, I got to the penitentiary. I met an old white guy, ex-Vietnam vet doing 30 years, you know, uh, he was hooked on heroin, but he was hella smart. He taught me about the law. Then I met a black guy 20 years my senior. He taught me about spirituality and what it meant. He said, man, why do you call women bitches? You know, look at these guys. Why are they sagging? Why are they acting like this? He said, I'm from South Central. You don't see me doing this. And he was very articulate. He mm. showed me things, but I was open to pay attention. Yeah. Why do you just don't want to listen? You know how many dudes, hey, Big Herc, hit the yard with me, man. Let's go do, let's walk this. Tell me about the porn game. Nah, man, I don't want to talk about that. I'm, you know what I mean? You have to reprogram yourself. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's effort. It, it, you got to be strong. You can't, you know, get, it's easy get to be with a group and feel like you're part of the camaraderie and, oh, what's up, homie? All the time I did, I didn't see nobody I knew from the streets. Nobody I grew up with was in the pen with me. Nobody came to visit me. I sat mm. there every day thinking, God damn, was I that bad? This guy's a dope fiend. His mom is, he's cussing her out. 
She's still coming to see him. She's sending him money. I'm like, yeah. wow, man, what did I do? I really fucked up. I must be a piece of shit. I got to get my shit together. And I got to prove it. Even when I got out, nobody wanted to see. I didn't see nobody in my family for almost two years. They're like, yeah. this was crazy to rob a bank. What made him do that? I wasn't yeah. on drugs. See, I never got high. I wasn't one of them high robbers. High yeah. shit. I'm, I'm going to get you because I'm, I'm going to get you. Yeah. But now I have to. T- so I had to. Look at everything I did and figure out why did I do this? And I had to own up to it. I couldn't blame my mom. My mom didn't smoke crack. She didn't beat me. Man, yeah. my mom, I was reading at three years old. I was, my mom tried, did the best she could. So, mm. you know, <laughs> people want to blame the system, this and that. Look, man, quit acting like a goddamn uh, uh, simp and, and, and saying that, the, you know, you're not capable now of recognizing the mistakes you made. Own up to it. And, yeah. take, and and capitalize on opportunities. So many opportunities, man. You don't have to put yourself in these environments where you're going to be subjected to that. Why yeah. are you even here? You know you shouldn't be. What are you? What are you doing? Nobody wants to own up, and yep. that's the thing. For There's me, no accountability. That black man, three-time felon. Look, man, I was in juvenile hall. I was in Y. I seen kids in there, 14, 15 years old. Some of these kids getting raped. Yeah, but you don't see me like, dude. I know it, so I'm speaking real. These other people are lying. Yeah, oh, man, this like, man, that's some bullshit you're selling these people. Mm-hmm. Quit selling bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to 100%. hear it. I hit the platform because I'm not the victim, and I'm exactly. not black. This, but I'm I'm talking real talk. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh, I think the most important thing you said there was I'm not the victim. People play that shit way too much. They yeah. they want to play that victim card. The poor me, feel sorry for me. Every everybody's against me. Uh, you know, like Chris said, there's no uh, no account, no self accountability. Yeah. Nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as we get towards the end of the show here, <laughs> I, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about about that specifically, the victim mentality that's kind of plaguing society currently. Um, and it's really interesting, and I, I kind of wonder what your guys' thoughts are on 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 where that started, or or what was the catalyst for that? Was it music, television, um, uh, you know, the style at the time, the the lack of uh, desire to have a two parent household, um, which which I'm not, and I've said this on the show before. I have no problem with women that want to go to work and earn a check and support their family that way, but you have to understand that the the core belief system behind that is communistic it is marxist because on a two-fold face it was one let's take the mother out of the household Mm -hmm. so now we have another tax bracket and second now the state can raise the child yeah now i'm very fortunate that my wife can stay home and and raise our son and maybe we'll have more but at first she wasn't down with that because she was raised to be a strong independent woman and Mm -hmm. right and there's not and again there's nothing wrong with that on the other side of that, though, there is this, and I maybe I just see it a lot on social media, but there's this idea that women have this stigma of I don't need a man to be successful, which is true, mm-hmm. but at what cost? At what cost of never being a mother or, or never being a caregiver or, or um, you, you sifting, you, you, you seeing these things on social media that like you got to make six figures, you got to drive this kind of car. You got to make sure you buy me the newest of this. I'm like, that's few and far between because the guys that you have your, your pick from don't even want to get that, that far ahead in life. Yeah. 
they're good with just coasting because they want to paint their nails and and, <laughs> and go into a girl's room and, and wear a skirt or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. But well, it's that that what you're saying. A lot of those women are lying and they're they're miserable right now in their 40s. They said most of women right. 35 to 40. They have to almost come to the realization if they haven't got married by 40, they're going to be single for the rest of their life. You know, yeah. I mean, out here in Arizona, I see on these meetup things, two kids, four kids divorced, trying to get out. Man, they are desperate. Damn. Literally, they are hungry, salivating. That <laughs> women, because all those guys that went through whatever they went through, now that they are in a good place financially, they're getting young girls. Because yeah. they they want to have this trophy thing and they walk around and I see it in LA all the time. Guys don't want this other woman who's you know got you know kids and dealing with ex husband this and that. They go try to get a young bra because they think they want to feel like they're a player player with a little mm -hmm. sports car. And so they yeah. do that with older women who have went through and who are some of them high quality women because they have values, but mm -hmm. they are they're they're competing against ten other women who yeah. offer the same thing. So men at that level are basically having their pick of litter, especially if you're a good looking dude, you're in shape, you're making six figures, man, you could bust cheeks every night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's Absolutely. like, you know, and that's the real talk, but those women, they push that <laughs> and they sold these women, um, you know, with the strong independence, which, okay, it's cool. But at the end of the day, when you come home, you look around, you got through petting your cat. What's left? hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. You know, when you go on vacation and you see these women, oh, we're going on a girls' night out, man, they go there, all those girls are looking around hoping that they can catch the one guy before their friends catch him. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's, it's a sad. I see it, man. I hear these women talk, and, man, they're so – they 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 say something publicly, but behind closed doors is another thing. You could go into a church right now, and there's about 20, 20 to 1 women looking in there trying to find a good man. Yep. It's mm -hmm. – it's, it's, and naturally, society, there's less men anyways in worldwide. So there's like an eight to one, nine yeah. to one. So we're we're already ahead of the game. But yeah. that whole mentality that they created and that and then you say going along with the victim thing, all that is in the schools. Mm -hmm. The first, you know, the first victim was when they, you know, they made it seem like we were the black hole were because everything we learned about slavery and emancipation made it sound like damn, all of us over here came from that. But what about yeah. the blacks that were here before? Yep. There were blacks here before that were established that were living in America that were native, yep. that nobody talks about. I've read the books. Before Columbus got here, there's a lot of other shit going on. But yeah. this history, they don't teach you. And you start reading this stuff and figuring out like, okay, not everybody came from this. So we're not all so-called victims. And mm -hmm. as long as they keep that going, whether it's... uh the reparation thing or this, and I'm not saying, okay, uh, people are like, oh, we need our big herc, we need our reparations. Okay, cool, man. Well, let's start with all the tribes in Africa who sold them into the Europeans. Exactly. Europeans stopped at the coast. They couldn't yep. go into the jungle. They couldn't survive. They could not get past those tribes. They, they were dying over there. <laughs> they yep. got brought everything they needed and got back on the ships and hit Portugal, hit uh, Spain, hit all these other places, the, the trade coast. And, and started dispersing, but let's go all the way back. And the thing is, even when you look at that, man, nobody wants to address any of that, you nope. know? So there's a lot of other conversations we need to have. And when we figure out, okay, are you, are you healthy? Can you, can you get up and walk? Can you do this and that? Okay. In the meantime, you can say, okay, 
If you think you, you need something, okay, you can wait for that, but go bust some ass. Yeah. All your work, go take a trade, quit waiting for somebody to give you a fucking handout. Yep. We're talking about you're your victim. You've never been locked up. You've never ran into the police. You actually go looking for places so you can have a so you can be part of that crew. Yep. Oh, yeah, I see. They did that to me too, man. See, yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, quit it. Quit yeah. it, man. Quit trying to make yourself something. Just go get it. Yeah. Go get it, man. I was almost homeless. I was homeless, living in a halfway house. Didn't have shit. And I would see the look on these guys' face who got who did 10, 20 years. When they most of the guys, if they didn't have a baby's mama, if they didn't have their 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 brother or their family there bringing them shit, they couldn't make it. I I didn't have any of that. And yeah. somehow I made it. I didn't have no family. I didn't have none of that. And I was able to make it out of the halfway house and survive here, to whatever. And I'm not sitting here crying to you guys about the black man woes. Yeah. Man. And they yeah. used black women because they knew nobody would attack a black woman because she's the, the, the womb of the earth. So they're using her to where you better not say nothing about these black women. But you're right. They use them because they don't, they're so mad. They hate men because they want to be a man. They yeah. wish they had that strength. These woman warrior movies, ain't no woman gonna run up and beat my ass. <laughs> my kick you in. Come on, man. Yeah. My wife says that in every like show, every movie she sees, she's on, like, that, that's not gonna happen. No. She made fun of me the other day because I had I got into a pretty good scuffle while I was working, and she goes, What did you do? Beat up a woman? And I was like, just put my head down. Because it was this woman tried to fight me, and guess what happened? It didn't end well for her. It ended really quick. <laughs> Overall, Bruce Street, Queen Latifah is not Denzel Washington. No. She's not going to beat up these people on an equal. Come on, man. No. Yeah. yeah. And then Save you it. know they bring that equity and equality bullshit in. And listen, man, I'm not saying that my wife couldn't hold it down, but I'm. There is no way in hell that I would ever expect, you know, for my wife to handle a home intruder if I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, ah, go go get them, babe. Go get them. You know what I Equality, mean? Equality, right? Equality. Yeah. yeah. Seen when they had the ex-Marine, uh, no, ex-Special Forces went to MMA, transitioned after two years, was pounding these women. Yep. Pounding Fracturing them. skulls. Fracturing yeah. skulls, man. You yep. had this. You had the swimmer. Power Fox. I mean, come on, dude. This, you know, you're, you're beating everybody, and you were ranked number. You weren't even ranked as a man, and now you're – Dude, our structures is different. Yeah. Even a feminine dude is gonna beat the shit out of a, a woman when he when he turns into that. It's a yeah, certain yeah. it's a certain survival thing. It's like a woman sees something, she screams. Man, he looks for where it's at. It's the protective family. The woman hide. The man yep. go get a stick. Let's go kill. It's exactly. a it's, it's nature, man. It is. You can't it change a nature. You can't take a a a, a, a lion and make it a, a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, my my wife is six foot tall. She's a collegiate volleyball player. She works out every single day. She's a fit woman, and she is tough as and nails. I beat the shit out of. And her. there's no doubt. My, <laughs> th no, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going at. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going at. I would. I put. I pick the smallest guy. The guy that I work with at, and my for cops plus. I pick the smallest guy, and he would own her. In seconds and ragdoll her, take her to the ground, handcuff her, no problem. Yeah, no problem. And you, that's where you talk about the genetics and the nature of things. You cannot take that out. You, you, you can't. Do, do you understand? How did they do this, man? 
how in the last three years did they come up with all these different things, man? I, I grew up, I knew guys who maybe weren't that masculine, but I never heard of any guys saying I'm non-binary. I'm, I don't know what this big Herc or man, I've never yeah. seen this, man. I've never seen this many kids like, dude, it's like, what's going on yeah. at such a young age. I mean, we go through hormonal changes, 13, 14, you know, you're, you're, you're rambunctious, you're aggressive, but then you, you you grow out of that. So what happens when these kids, when they're in their twenties, are like, man, I want to have a child. Oh man, why did I, I cut my wee wee off, man? Yep. Oh dude, what's going on? Oh mother, <laughs> oh I'm depressed. And on top of it, you got somebody hooked on some type of medication for the yep. rest of their life. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And 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 to be to be honest, I think that that is the the that is the catalyst. It has nothing to do with these kids wanting to feel comfortable in their own skin. And and they've there's videos that have been leaked from medical panels and, and conventions and things like that where they discuss, hey, any kid that comes in and says, you know, the little boy comes in, says he feels like a girl. We need to start hormone therapy on him because they're going to have to see us every single month. If they yeah. want surgery, yeah. do it because they're going to have to see us every single week. You know what I mean? So constantly they're it's, getting paid. It's going to be life altering. Yep. It's going to be. There's already plenty of people who, who have gone through these transitions and now they're regretting it. I just watched this video this of this girl who, who wanted to be a guy. And all of a sudden, you know, her voice is deeper. She started losing her hair. She's been, you know, transitioned for some time now, but now realizes it's too late. She, that maternal instincts kicking in. She's starting to think about having kids. It, it's too late. It's too late. Mm -hmm. And and you've already, you know, got a double mastectomy <laughs> because you wanted to feel comfortable in your own body. Now you regret it. And there's no going back from that mentally or physically. Mm -hmm. So on the opposite end of that, these kids that, you know, they get to a certain age and realize I fucked up. Well, now they're spending money on therapy. They're spending money to detransition, if possible, depending how far along they are. So whatever way they're swinging, once they get that in their head, you can get a, a surgery or take this medication and feel however you think you want to feel. Either way, you want to go back, we're still making money. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And 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 I think that's the whole point of this whole thing no, is, it is for, it is. for Big Pharma to make cash. It, it, it is a bit, but that whole thing is big farmer because like you said, think about the girls we knew growing up that were tomboys. Yeah. And they were still cool. They still, oh, yeah. might, I mean, tomboy, but then behind closed door, you're like, hey, I thought you were kind of cute. Shit, you hook up. She's still a chick. Yeah. She didn't want to be a man. She no. just like, shit, you know, work on a car with you, maybe mm -hmm. go hang out, you know, go talk shit after whatever. But she didn't want to be a boy. So the no. thing is, like you said, as we get older, you, you know, I don't I don't think the same way I thought when I was 21. Mm -hmm. I don't think the same way I was 13. Imagine 13, 14. Dude, you you don't know. I you mean, you get your first little hustler or something. You didn't you didn't know. You're like, oh, yeah. excited, whatever, you know, but you're you're you don't know yet. So when you change, you go through that hump. And that's the thing, even when jail, that's why they do certain prison sentences a certain amount of time because they know that you'll change. And if they can get you to get over that hump. And get mm -hmm. you out. All these so-called gangsters, they get out, they're they're done now. They're yeah. not the guy they were. So all those OGs, so they got to get you at a certain age. So if they can convince you to do some dumb shit young, yeah. they got you. Because when you realize it, you're too old now to be a factor. Yeah. And nobody listens to you because you're, we call them the OGs. Like in jail, after a certain age, 
they don't expect you to get down. You still got to whatever, but you're not like part of the yard crew. You yeah, gotta yeah. It's the same thing. You get older, you time out. So they're timing us out. They're timing out all the all the the people who have relevant, but they need to get these young military able-bodied workforce mm-hmm. people. And if they can get them even younger, because they were getting them into colleges, but it wasn't working. It, it Marxism, they were getting them there and it was strong, but we got to go younger. Yeah. Now they're doing mm-hmm. it. Dude, if you ever had a trainee in our school back in the day, we would have beat that ass in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying nothing against hurting, you know, people like that, but you don't come pushing that on kids. Exactly. In a school, go to adult club. I wouldn't yep. take no different than taking, you would not have a stripper pole dancing in the gymnasium for all the kids. Exactly. This is common sense stuff. Yeah. That's just common sense. It is, I don't know where it, it, it is not common anymore. Trans-reading? You're going to have a man come in and read to my kid. Why? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, yeah. That There's, tells you right there we're living in hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the Matrix. We are living in the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Simulation. Now, um, let's get towards the end of the show. Uh, Herc, this has been an awesome conversation. We've gone yeah. all over the place. I love it. Um, Chris Boyd, do you have anything else you want to say to Herc before we give him an opportunity to shout out all of his website, social platforms? No, man. You know, every time Herc makes a point, it's pretty much what's running through my mind anyway. So <laughs> no, I, and I, and just to make it clear, I'm not talking about like I hate uh, trans, whatever you want to be as an adult. That's cool. But lead a yeah. kid out. Yeah. When, a, I think exactly. I think you made that point clear. Yeah. Once and you I, get and to I, a, I felt that same thing. I, I, I don't if you do you yeah. if you want to do what you want to do behind closed doors. I don't care. Yeah, when you're of age to do it. That's but, it. I mean, but exactly. leave the kids alone. Yes. That's there's there's one protective group that I you leave the kids alone. I don't play that, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, you know, like I said, I, I everything Herc has said has been Spot on the tip on. of my tongue. Yeah. Um, this was great. This is probably one of my top five favorite shows. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I appreciate your time, Big Herc. Uh, I think you're, the knowledge that you have, uh, I think people need to find you and and get that from you. And I, I know that um, you're not going out there and trying to pull everybody, save everybody. You're like just that middle spot. You're if the drones come to you, you can help them. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a good spot. And I I think we need more people like you that or have the knowledge and are willing to put that hand out to people who reach for you first. Uh, I think that's where it starts. And I think you're doing a great job and I've really enjoyed uh, spending some time with you. You are spot on on everything you were talking about. And I love some of the, the looking glass and other Ooh. stuff. I want to go down some, some rabbit. <laughs> me and Blake, time, baby. me and Blake like grab each other, <laughs> like holding hands. And we're like, Oh yes. Yeah, I can't wait to have them back. We'll get into a deep dive on looking oh, yeah. glass. Yeah, great. man. I'm, I love all that stuff, man. And it, it's not very often. And I get kind of animated and my wife always tells me to calm down, but I don't get <laughs> a lot of stuff because I got to speak in code. I don't yeah. know who's not on which side. So Certain people, I just kind of keep my conversation real surface level. Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta test the waters. You know, you <laughs> just stick your, stick yeah. your toe in, see if it's warm enough, and then go from there. Because right, you know, it, definitely, I had to, I had to temper my son a little bit because my my son gets a little rowdy. He's he's he'll be nine, he'll be nine this week. But I remember uh, once they opened up the San Diego Zoo, we went down there, and I was like, we're not wearing any masks. So they send you out to the parking lot to go through like this security checkpoint 
And then they ask you all these medical questions and then they send you in to go to the next checkpoint to get into the park. And they ask, they're asking us these questions. I'm like, no, 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 no. And my son's over here like, oh, my God. And I'm like, hey, keep it down. And we get inside. He goes, look at all these idiots wearing masks. We're outside. We don't need that. And I'm like, man, you're about to start a riot at the San Diego Zoo. Let's keep it down. Not everybody's on our level. Yeah, I'm like, not everybody's on our level. We're not out here trying to offend people who think it's keeping them safe. If they got something to say to us, we'll handle it differently. Just let them be for now, you know? Well, uh, Herc, man, I want to thank you again for your time. This has been awesome. We definitely want to have you back because I want to get into some rabbit holes, you know, too. Like, and, and I appreciate you. You got to test the waters. And and, and that's true because you can't just be like, hey, guess what? Dinosaurs are fake. And then you're like, whoa, where did that come from? So, um, yeah, man, I'd love to do this again and kind of get into some fun, funner topics. But before you leave, why don't you tell everybody your websites, your social media, where they can find you? Um, they, they for sure go to my YouTube, Fresh Out Series, also Big Herc 916, and also the website, freshoutseries.com, bigherc916.com. And uh, same thing with the Instagram is uh, Fresh Out Series and Big Herc 916. And um, yeah, man, holler at me. Go pick you up a bar that. Wash that ass soap because I know a lot of you guys. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm trying to trying to make America clean again. There we go. Love it. I appreciate that. I appreciate. I gotta get some of that from my boy. (laughs) My final hole in the middle with a couple of that and all that all that stiff towels around your house. (laughs) Shut your mouth, dude. My poor wife's gonna. My poor wife. I she she, oh man she wasn't ready for three sons. I needed to throw a girl in there because I messed up, man. I feel so bad. So outnumbered, dude. Uh, well, Herc, we'll say bye to you after we end the uh, the program, but that that is it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I've been Big Country. I'm Boy. And I'm Chris. We'll see you on the next one. Take care.